Hello, it is Thursdays with me, Gerard Hector, and Coach David Thorpe, and surprise, surprise, the boss, Henry Abbott. Let's start with the boss first. How are you, sir? I am great. Thank you. I've been, uh, I was at the beach for a while. I was in Santa Barbara working on the book. I've been growing a little beard. Um, no, everything's fantastic. Thank you for asking, Gerard. Ironic facial hair, Coach. That's that's what it is. That's what he has. Ironic facial hair. What's up with you, Coach Thorpe? I'm good. I spent a few days with my brother in Miami and saw a lot of NBA players down there at the gym I was at and uh, saw iguanas, alligators, crabs, raccoons on a golf course. I'm trying to think what else yeah, I you, saw. You, you, had a, you, had a, you had a croc on your golf course, a, a gator. It, on no, your, it might have been a croc. Huge. It, it might have been a croc. <laughs> and I swear to you, my, both my brother and I was a par three, 190-yard uh, par three. And I'm not, I played twice in eight years. And I hit it like 200 right over the hole. 10-foot putt for birdie, which I missed. But I was so fucking excited to go see exactly where my ball was on the green. I think we drove right by a good 10-foot. I think it's a croc. It was just sitting in the sun. But as I turned back around, we were leaving the green. I'm like, hey, wait a second. Did that guy just walk up there? I don't think so. Because they just sit so still in the sun and soak the sun in. Yeah, that was interesting to see that guy. I mean, we all know no one should live in Florida. That's clear. Uh, for this reason, well, only. after I sell like, my house, anyway, you cannot move to Florida. Yeah. Um, but what is that thing's diet? Oh, fish, raccoons, probably people. No, 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 no. <laughs> kidding, it lives in. But like it thrives hunting there. Yeah. Right. Like it catches well, things I, there. I can assure you, Birds. it's not people. For <laughs> sure, not people. Other alligators. Mostly, I would guess is is fish and small mammals. They get close, you know, yeah. squirrels, or whatever. Definitely, birds. definitely mm-hmm. some birds. Yeah, yeah. I think mostly fish. Yeah. They don't eat that much now. I I don't think they eat. They certainly don't eat like every day. Like in in you know, big cats eat every single day. Lions, tigers, whatever. Alligators because they don't move very much. They're cold blooded animals. We're talking too much oh, about gators. Great, just great neighbors. Let's great neighbors. They're great. This <laughs> is the best. Yeah. Coach, have you ever woken up in the morning and gone out into your pool and jumped in and there was a gator croc no, in the bottom? No, there's been a, a couple of stories where you hear it got, it got through a screen door that they left open. Yeah. A neighbor of mine heard their dog barking 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and there was a gator kind of scratching into the screen. I've, I've lived in Florida my whole life, and I've always had a pool wherever I've lived, and never once has that happened. But yeah. What are you and, supposed to do when the gator's scratching? Not the swim in the pool. Okay. Oh, you go get your dog. You go <laughs> get your dog and bring it into the house. Yeah, I mean, I'm listen, guys. It's what is it? September first. Yeah, I've seen uh, a baby gator a couple of times. Once in a creek in front of my house. Once in the park by us. And this one on the golf course in Miami. That's it for the year. It's not like I see him every day, you know. But these they have big iguanas down in Miami too. You've you've heard about oh, no. you've heard about raining you've heard about raining iguanas right? Do you know about the raining iguanas have, in the winter? I've heard about yeah, that. Yeah, because they yeah. freeze up and they just drop like a stone, but they're still alive. But they they eat berries. Like iguanas aren't. Yeah, I'm not worried about yeah. iguanas. The crab I it's saw. The, the orniest thing I saw on the course was a crab. It was eyeballing me like, hey, motherfucker, this is my not a gator, right but a crab, a little crab. Well, you know, I well, you, you know why coach is not afraid of gators, Henry? Because he is a gator. He is a Florida gator. So why would he be your blood? Right, it hurts you a little. Yeah, once you're once you're a gator, always a gator. Chicken Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade. Um, We we know back. Everyone knows, right? That's where Gatorade was invented at the University of Florida. um, Do you know the like the Eddie Murphy that we all like when we were young was like the popular. Mm -hmm. uh, It was I had it on cassette. You mean delirious? Delirious? The one I think it was on before. Comedian. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's comedian the one before. Oh wow! And he's like, and he talks about poltergeist, and they're like, um, <laughs> you know, like, like you know, the ghost goes, get out. And he's like, Tobacco can't stay, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 like, like, like that with the gator. It's like, oh, I'm sure there's all sorts of rationalizations we could do, right. and we could maybe Gotta make go. the house a little safer with the ghost. But it's like, there's a giant machine-like animal bigger yeah. than us trying to get in, and we have a little yeah. thin filament of screen. Yeah. Like, obviously, we can't live here. <laughs> I love it. We are four minutes into this podcast, and we are talking about gators and iguanas in Florida. Listen, this is why you people tune in to True to hear all this wonderful is stuff. It? I hope it is. No, it, it definitely is. <laughs> but staying on the, on the theme of golf. Ah, see what I did there? Yeah. Segway, people. Oh. So LIV Golf, as everyone knows, is a Saudi-backed golf tour that is competing with the PGA Tour. And at this point, it's probably not even competing. I will say they are eviscerating the PGA Tour in terms of taking its top talent and bringing it over for a a different type of of tournament and and style of play that's more team-focused and also guaranteed money. Uh, For those of you that don't know and don't follow golf closely, there's no guaranteed money when you go to a normal tournament. you got to get into the money in in order to make some. But these fields have no cuts. Um, they're only three days of golf instead of four. So not 72 holes, but 54. And there's guaranteed dollars at stake. And, you know, for a lot of golfers, not your top ones, like your Rory McIlroy's and when he was at his height, Tiger Woods, who were going to make a gajillion dollars on and off the course. A lot of these guys are using the argument of, well, well, here's the good. Here's the one I like. It allows me to spend more time with my family. I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just, any sports person that tells you that, listen, their family don't want them at home. Okay. Trust me on this. Okay. They're used to you being on your normal thing and we have our lives. And when you're done, we come back with your off season, but this whole, I'm spending time with my family bullshit. You're doing it for the money, which by the way, as coach Thorpe likes to say, you are allowed to do things for money. Now, this money is not exactly clean money. Uh, it is backed by the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund. Saudi Arabia has a atrocious history as it relates to human rights and all sorts of violations. And we know that um, MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, who is the, for all intents and purposes, de facto leader of Saudi Arabia, basically ordered the death of uh, Washington uh, Post reporter uh, Jamal Khashoggi. So, and that's just one thing that we know of. There's thousands of other horrendous things they do. But, you know, this is a way for them to sport wash, make themselves look good. Like, hey, look, we're good. We care about golf. How does this help the people of Saudi Arabia? No idea. Don't think it does. But, you know, this is something that could potentially, as we're seeing players leave for money, Henry, you think the NBA should be paying? No, not just the NBA, but all other professional leagues. Well, I would just, it's a thought exercise, really. But, you know, the PGA is coping with something that nobody ever imagined, right? Which is... A giant pool of money comes from outer space and just takes all your athletes. Right? And, and, and and let me ask you a quick question to finish your thought, Henry, because I don't know the answer. Guys, they're not even trying to make money on the live right now, are they? They're just, right? There's no other way. There's no way to recoup I, all the money they're spending. Not yet. Okay. No, not close. If yeah. the plan is so that's really yeah. an, uh, out of left field. Like, you don't expect that for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And so... It's the battle to the death, right? Like, I don't know what levers the PGA Tour... The PGA probably has friends in high places in government, and they're going to pull all these levers, or we're going to play it out. And then, like, not to mention, if you're a broadcast executive and you've been going to swanky dinners with PGA commissioners for for decades, do you, like, just ditch those buddies now? Like, these relationships go way back, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know how it plays out. But it's going to be this knockdown, drag-out, 
like like ten raccoons against a crocodile kind of a fight. Right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Back to the crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so, but you know, actually, Drod, you casually dropped the name of the PGA commissioner, which I don't even know. Tim Pinchon. Yes, yes. Moynihan. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So Adam Silver and X first name Moynihan, mm-hmm. and you know the heads of all the major American monopoly monopolies of sports, right? Mm-hmm. They're clubby, right? They deal with sure. the same stuff. Like they're mm-hmm. all trying to like make sure they don't get in trouble with Congress with the antitrust rules and stuff. Like they have no competition, right? They live in this very strange space. They have a strange set of concerns, and they have not thought about real league competition. They've not had like an ABA type thing, any of them, in a long time. And now they do. And this maybe the PGA is going to lose. So I think it's worth if you're Adam Silver now, you probably kind of put some smart people in a room and just be like, "What do we do?" If someone comes with $10 billion and tries to take LeBron and Steph, like, what do we do? And this is where I think the PGA is a little bit of a lesson where, you know, in the earliest reporting about this, it was like Greg Norman, Phil Mickelson's book and this kind of stuff. And basically, like, like everybody thinks that the live people are compromised, unappealing, dirtyish money, right? <laughs> um, but... Nobody can pipe up for the PGA. Like, this is not Les Miserables, right? Like, <laughs> this is not, like, we are in this together, right? right? Like, it would be so easy. People have the habit of loving the PGA and the NBA and the NFL. Like, these are lifelong American institutions. Mm-hmm. But the people in it kind of know the people who run it are kind of jerks. Mm-hmm. And that hurts in this battle, right? They're not, I, don't, I just read an article, I guess, a couple of days ago, uh, the number two ranked player in the world, Cam Thomas. Everyone seems to love him. I think he's Australian. Um, Smith. He joined. Cam, Smith. Cam, Cam Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Smith. Cam Thomas plays for the Nets. Cameron Smith, you mean, yes. Not all cams are identical. But, um, <laughs> but, uh... Especially not in this case. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think Cam Smith has like a mullet. He just won. He just won a major, I think. He, the but he doesn't he play in the NBA. Championship. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, he does not play in the NBA, no. Okay. <laughs> Um, so the guy with the mullet, Cam Mullet, um, <laughs> Cam mullet. everyone's like, he's a great guy. We practiced together. We're going to miss him. And he obviously held out. He was getting offers, presumably from the from the beginning, but he didn't. And if they, if they could just give him a thread, right? It's like, oh, remember when we did this together? And remember how we fought together for this? Like if the PGA could have convinced him to stay on their side, they would have had an important leg up, but they didn't. And so I feel like the NBA runs things in a pretty my way, the highway, harsh kind of way. You know, the, the billionaires are rough with the players. There's not a lot of love there. And I, it just seems like consider that you might have competition one day. I don't know where it's going to come from. I'm not saying it will happen, but I think you want to manage it in a way that you have a little bit of a rallying ability that you're kind of good guys, a little decent guys following the Thorpe rule of it's hard to be perfect, but it's not hard to be decent. Listen, if they, if they come out with a 54 game schedule <laughs> twice a week, that's it. No back to backs ever. They're going to get a lot of people on the side right away. And $10 billion, we're out. Gotta go. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's a a very Um, good thought experiment. I agree totally. Yeah. You know, we never see, right? It's like, I was watching Game of Thrones the other day, the the new House of the Dragon, the, the uh, the new series. And Lord Corliss in one of the scenes says, you know, there's sort of, and I'm paraphrasing, ways to handle handle a storm, right? You either go through it, go around it, but you never wait for it to come to you, right? That's that's how you deal with it. That's the, the bad way to deal with the storm. And the thing is, you can't see this coming, right? 
there's no way that you're oh and it's jay monahan excuse me i added the extra i no moine not like daniel patrick moynihan my bad different family monahan um he wasn't sitting around in his in his country club or whatever in his house being like you know what might happen some crazy saudi funds gonna that wasn't a thought no on way. his radar because yeah. why why would he think that that doesn't make any sense yeah. but we have to start realizing hey man <laughs> if we want to protect our thing and this is our thing right basketball the nba nfl whatever we need to safeguard and maybe treat our people better right and not even like great as coach thorpe said just be decent like stop being dicks right like it's i mean not that hard don't be jerks um and if the nba players and the and the owners and, and the upper executives of the league can sort of foster a better relationship. I think they'll be well served to ward off something like this. But yeah, could you imagine if tomorrow, you know, let's repl- replace Saudi with the, I don't know, some other her- China, right? Okay, we decide we're going to 54 games, no back to backs twice a week. I'm out. <laughs> and think about all the middle guys who their salaries are going to go way, way up. Uh, that's, yeah. That's trouble on the horizon, friends. Yeah, that's that's just being yeah. Henry's pointing out, you know, you should that's just smart business, is that is you're supposed to look for where the curveballs are hiding, you know. Uh it, there was a period of time in America where that was where, an opportunity to bring up gators for sure, David. That was definitely <laughs> I don't bring the gators up, you guys do. Uh, there is um <laughs> listen, there was a period of time in America where horse racing was the number one sport. It was that's mm-hmm. when Seabiscuit, that book was written about that era. It, most 25 year olds don't realize that what is that device? All these people holding their hands that have a keyboard on the phone and these movies from the early 2000s that was Blackberry not that long ago. It's it doesn't even make they don't even make phones anymore. I mean, that's how long they're out of the business. Shit changes quickly, so you got to be aware of it. Yeah, no, the NBA has no excuse not to be ready. No excuse not to Well, be that's ready. the thing. Yeah, no league now could can right. ex, uh, can't expect right. to be caught off. If you get if you get caught with your pants down now, shame on you. You're just trying to be the, in the business. The, the, yeah, the blueprint's out. That's right. It is right in front of your face. That's right. That's right. Man, oh man. All right, we are a basketball show, so I guess we should talk about basketball. Uh, you know, not saying that you know some foreign money is going to come in and take away LeBron and Steph and KD and all the guys, but you know, could happen. But Coach Thorpe, uh, we are going to start and with Henry our season preview content series today we're going to begin with teams that are on the championship bus now look coach is going to do his championship bus piece at some point so don't worry we're not like you know giving away the sauce now but we're kind of let's just talk about who's on the bus as it stands today september 1 and what is it going to take for these teams to yeah they're, they're looking pretty good or what's the one thing that can happen to any of these teams that besides injury of course like yes every team is one injury of away. course but what's something that could happen that, you know, you, this player didn't develop the way we thought, you guys aren't coalescing, whatever the situation is, that yeah, you're not really ready to be to be prime time here. So let's start with what's easy. The two people, the two teams that were in the NBA Finals, right? I think we'll both agree that those teams are on the bus. So let's start with the defending champ, Golden State Warriors. I don't think either any of us on this show have a quibble with them being here. The only thing I will say that gives me pause and then, let you guys go is as we often talk about everyone is now a year older Steph is a year older Clay is a year older coming off of two serious injuries Draymond is a year older they don't have Gary Payton the second who was their second best defender um last year yes we know that 
points are all that people think about, but he was a big reason why the Warriors had the number one defense pretty much all year until the Celtics overtook them late. So other than that, those are my concerns. But otherwise, I feel pretty confident about the Warriors and where they are. Henry, what about you? Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Gerard, did you hear he'd been at the beach? Going to Santa Barbara, <laughs> growing, a, he growing this beautiful beard. <laughs> what he isn't doing is studying the Warriors roster. <laughs> I went to the library yesterday and checked out like stack this tall of books on like on human anatomy and how like right. our hips are constructed. Right. Hips. Yeah, like mm. yeah. That's if you want to talk about that? I have breaking news. <laughs> right. Like I'm not so up. Like the theme of today's show is going to be. Oh, they got him! Like, <laughs> all right. So I'll... I, have, I have a feeling I know where you're going, Coach. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Okay, let me it's hear you. The young guys, the young guys, I think, is where you're going. And, well, that's your and one more. Okay. All so, right. all right. So let me first talk about Golden State, and then I'm going to give you a little bit big picture summary that'll I think help guide us some. Uh, yeah, Weissman, Moody, Kaminga, all have the potential for growth in year two for them and Wiseman year three, uh, which would be great. Like you don't have, they, they really provided almost nothing, not nothing. They are both Kaminga and Moody had moments. Wiseman did not. Uh, I've heard good things from Wiseman this summer. The you know, reports are that he's making good progress. That team doesn't need much from them. Listen, if they got a big jump from any of those three, that's humongous for them. It's not fair to expect that from these young guys. But, but it is fair to expect progress. And the Warriors have clearly proven. Jordan Poole's their most recent example of a guy that's very, very valuable. And, I mean, 27 teams passed on him, whatever, you know, a couple of years ago in the first round. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, I think, is going to be very, very important for them. Let's remember that he was Sacramento'd. Okay. <laughs> So you, you just have, that's a verb now, right? He's been that like hurts. Sam Mitchell. Yeah. He's been Sacramento'd. <laughs> uh, really tough. Uh, needs to shoot better. Has been, a, has been not the shooter people thought he might be, but he's also, he's still relatively young. Uh, totally removed now from, you know, health-wise from the injuries that he had that caused problems for him in Milwaukee. Uh, high IQ winner with a, obviously a very important player in their Villanova's championship team. With him, yeah, I think he's going to be really good. For, I think he's a really great fit. But but big picture, uh, Gerard, what colors my spectrum a little bit, um, and we can debate it, but I see, and I wrote about this last week, I think it's the most parody-driven league we've had since I've been help covering the NBA, which started in 07. I first started working with NBA players in 03. I don't ever remember this this league being so filled with similar teams. So as an example, which I wrote last week and we didn't do a show, I think Boston's Vegas odds have it like at a, the totals, I think maybe 55.5 and they're number one, Boston, this prior any trades coming on now in, in other years, almost always the, the most likely team to have the best regular season record was expected to win in the sixties. Yeah. Phoenix last year won 67. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe I'm right with 67. Yeah. Uh, with injuries, too. They still won 67. But here's what's also important. So Boston's all the way down to, I think, 55.5. And But look at the 10th place team. Pick your team. Toronto, let's say. They might be at 48, 49.5. That, that is really narrow. So 
I almost see it as every series is like a coin flip series. And if that's the case, then you can, as I wrote last week, you can be the sixth seed, play, be, upset the number three seed as a road uh, underdog, and get a host the next round. Yep. You know, because seven might be two. They're all so narrowly uh, uh, joined. So I think it's the biggest championship buzz. Like, we're going to have to get a motor coach, guys. We got to get a big 55-passenger, <laughs> 57-passenger motor coach to fit these, these teams on. There, there's, there's about 20 teams that I think we can argue about uh, that, that probably deserve wow. mention as of now. And then as the season goes on, we'll be removing people, you know, week by week, month yeah. by month, depending on what happens. I think John and I can remove some right now. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you can remove 10. Try, tell me Chicago can't win. I tell you Pat Williams fucking makes the jump that everyone hopes that he can make in year three. Remember, he was out most of last year. And let's say Lonzo comes back really strong. Now all that's left <laughs> is figuring out Vucevic at the five. He, well, yeah, that, that's that. a big figure out. But he's, a big listen, figure out. he's a good player. They need better as on the defensive side. But if Pat Williams is a defensive monster, and we know Lonzo Ball can be a defensive monster, we're moving in the right direction. That team, because of how close everyone else can, can, can be a surprise uh, champion. I will push. I agree. I hear what you're saying. I'll say Levine and DeMar DeRozan ain't defensive monsters, nope. and they're going to be playing a lot of minutes. Yep. So you're going to have to, I mean, yes, Lonzo helps. You have to surround them with a ton of defensive help because, listen, uh, those two, you, you, can't, you can't score when they're not on the floor. So they have to be on the floor. So I, look, I hear what you're saying. And it's, so all these things we're talking about, it's, it's this is the predication. If Pat Williams is that defensive yes. monster we think he can be, then yes, right? So these are these conditional if-then statements. Um, but your point, Coach, I agree. Regular season wins, I think, are going to be hard to come by. Not because people aren't good, because everybody's good. So it seemed like the Warriors, for instance, they may not win 60 games. They may only win, I don't know, 52 and be a three or four seed. Doesn't mean they can't win the title. It just means that it's too hard to beat everybody week, day to, you know, day to day because there's too many good teams around. So to your point, you you let's let's move to Boston. Yeah, fifty five wins. Um, I think we agree. Everyone likes them on the bus. It came out. I don't know if you guys saw this. Tatum, of course, he was hurt. He was playing hurt in the finals. Well, I did not. Something was up. I did not see that. Yeah. I knew he. I knew he yeah. played exhausted. What did he say? Yeah, I think it was a wrist or something. He had a oh, interview with Tatum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. PR report. Yeah. So everyone check that out if you haven't. And but he's not an excuse, guy. He's not. I'm not gonna. Be, no. That's why. But like. But we know. Yeah. Well, when you're not playing at 100 percent and you're playing against that team, well, of course you're not going to be very good, right? Yeah. So, but assuming he's healthy, they should be back. But I have a question mark around them, and this is, this goes to the stuff that you guys always talk about. Oh, the emotion and the feeling part. Oh my God, Gerard can't leave it alone. I, I know he, I can't. He like it's his favorite topic. <laughs> How is Jalen Brown feeling these days mm. after his name yet again in more mm. trade rumors? You know, I think that Jalen Brown, who's a thoughtful, intelligent person, knows that it's just par for the course at this point. He's going to be, he's not as good as Tatum. And it's just, you know, they haven't traded him yet. He's been there a long time now. If you, if you start tracking the alpha predator wings in the league in terms of longevity, he ranks really high. Dudes are moving all over the damn place, man. Um, <laughs> I think that he's, I think that, you know, they got Malcolm Brogdon. Like, they're, they're, they need Al Horford to play really well. 
if they're going to play like last year. And, you know, he's a year older, as you said. Well, yeah, he's young. Yeah, but they're <laughs> he, he, they're uh, and, you know, Yudoka worried me the way he just kept coaching toughness and toughness and physicality and toughness. Meanwhile, the really fast team was woo, all over the damn place and it wasn't working, man. You lost three straight. You're up two one. You gave up 43 to Curry, although I think Tatum missed a really, maybe Brown missed a really makeable shot to win game four. It's 3 yeah. 1, and yeah. then it's kind of over. Um, yeah, I, I, but they're, you know, they just, to me, they deserve to be considered the preseason favorite for the regular season title anyway. You said something interesting. Henry, I wonder if you agree with this. He says, Co- Coach said, You're not better than Tatum. Does Jalen Brown think he's better than Jason Tatum? Yeah, I thought that same thing when you said that. <laughs> yeah, but that's just not normal. Great. That that yeah. you're supposed to have that swagger. Uh, to me, and this this is such an important point, guys. One of my favorite things about these players, I, be, I told you, I saw. I mean, I was in a very industrial part of Miami. When I say industrial, that's exactly what it is. Just lots of nondescript buildings and and gigantic trucks and whatever. And there's a gym tucked away, and you know you're in the right place because I didn't know where the hell I was going. Because all you see is Bentleys and souped-up cars, and that's the NBA dudes. <laughs> so I saw Otto Porter Jr. And, and Timmy Hardaway and Wayne Ellington amongst 10. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly was down there. Um, oh, nice. I love how these players, to, you, to get to where they are, they have to be so supremely confident. And confidence is fleeting, which is why you have to have an over, overwhelming amount of it to begin with. And yet they're also very typically so humble. Like they understand pecking orders. They, they cannot like a role, but they'll accept it because they want to win. And for selfish reasons and unselfish reasons, winning helps you earn more money too. Jalen Brown's been, he's allowed to think he's better than Tatum. He doesn't play that way. He's a beast now. He is not afraid, but I think he plays the right way. I don't, I, I mean, typically anyway, no one's perfect. And he defends. This guy isn't taking defense off to save up for offensive scoring. That would be selfish. So, um, and that's where I think Ime is really good. And Marcus Smart, too. Marcus Smart, remember, Ime called him out last year, but so did Smart. And we were questioning it. Like, what are these guys doing? Mm-hmm. Well, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> so, uh, I actually think Boston's going to be okay. Well, Jalen's um, potential for upset is probably tied with every other player in the league and nothing compared to, like, Scottie Pippen thinking about Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. I agree. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Scotty Pippen thinking about If you're if you're Scott. Boston, like you're banking on that dude. He's earned he's earned the privilege yeah. of of yeah. his management thinking. And, and listen, if the Celtics want to trade him, good luck with that. Because replacing him, I you, oh, you might find a similar player in terms of talent, but all that he brings to the table, I think is super valuable. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I think that's probably that's probably why they didn't move him, right? I, For I, that exact reason. I think so. I think he said. Well, trade great rumors song. are bad, but Kevin Durant trade rumors are maybe a little easier to stomach. You that's know? true. It is Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 we're going to talk about the Nets. <laughs> um, so we we both agree there, right? Like the thing that's Achilles' healing for both of these teams is really their Im- important players that matter for them are older, right? Al Horford, Draymond Green, Steph, Clay, right? So this is the thing with them. It's like, all right, if you anybody gets a tweak, whatever, and they're out for twenty games, we got problems, right? So the end. The trade piece, right, for Boston. We think Malcolm Brogdon's going to be a big upgrade in crunch time, right, for Marcus Smart, right? Or will he be on the floor with Marcus Smart, right? That, that's the question. How does Marcus Smart deal with that? 
Um, does Derek White eat into some of those minutes? Because he played well in the finals last year as well. So I think the Marcus Smart thing, I think, is also something to watch in Boston. But I, let's, I agree. Let's not leave Golden State yet because you mentioned the young guys before. They, to me, I would favor Golden State to win a championship. I favor Golden State to win a championship right now, not the regular season, because of those three guys. Because either A, they can one, two, or all three can jump up and really give them a ton of depth and athleticism, which matters to me. Or they become terrific trade assets. If Golden State knows we're right there again, no, who, what other contender has three dudes in the lottery that have already have a year experience and two of them have playoff experience, a little bit anyway, to go get a, the, exactly what they need off a team going nowhere for this season? It gives them some real opportunities that almost nobody else really has. I like that. What if, Coach, they don't make any marginal improvement? It's just kind of like, they're just fine. You know, we always say the progression isn't linear. Yeah. Let's just say they plateau. Yeah. What, what What then of Golden State? Well, the thing is there's three of them. It's nice to have. You just need one. You just need one to really <laughs> kind of kick it off a little bit. You know, they've got some guys they can move to, to, to make salaries match. Golden State has a weakness. They're small. Like Weissman, it solves enormous problems for them, no pun intended, because of that size. He alone is such a big factor to, just to play either behind Looney, with Looney, they could go gigantic uh, mm. because Kavan can guard threes. The problem is Kavan doesn't shoot, but Wiseman does. And if anyone can figure out a way to run an offense when, with three guys that aren't great shooters, it's a team that has Steph Curry and Clay Thompson with Steve Curry's head coach. You know? And I tinker all – and they got the, the, the capital of already having a championship again. They can fuck with stuff all season long and see what they can figure out. But that's what I'd be doing if I were them, try everything. All right, we're confident. Warriors, Celtics, we feel pretty good. They're in the front of the bus. Another team, maybe towards the front of the bus, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the 2021 NBA champions. They had no Middleton last year. That hurt them. Uh, Middleton coming off injury. He also is now on the other side of 30. Yeah, That's a problem. Giannis still in his prime, so we're good there. Drew, I think, is just 30 now. Might be 31. Either 30 or 31. Drew might be just turning 30, so you're still pretty good there. But the margins... What's going on with the Bucks around the margins? That's for me. That's my fear. The margins. Bobby Portis. Okay, he gave him the money. He's fine, but I don't know if I love the margins in in Milwaukee. I think uh, I haven't looked at their roster recently, but I think uh, Joe Ingles is super important for them. He's just I think he's thirty four, but you know it was just old dude. It was just eighteen months ago where he was crushing it for the Jazz when they were the best team in the world. He was such a valuable player. Uh, so much moxie, brilliant passer, fits in with Giannis incredibly well, um, playmaker, and uh, knows how to play off the ball defensively, not so good on the ball, um, great locker room guy, competitive dude. Yeah, that, that was a sneaky good get for them, I think. But Henry, 18 months when you're north of 33. I mean, every team's old, though, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> not every, I mean, we'll not every team. Some, yeah, we'll yeah. Get, exactly. Right. We'll, we'll get to we'll, some, yeah. But, you know, like if, you're, if you're worrying about beating, you know, the Heat or the Sixers or whatever, I feel like, you, you know, like there's, you know, you're fine. The Nets are old, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, they're, you know, I, the Celtic stars aren't very old. And for the Celtics, I mean, like they, Al Horford is old, but, you know, as John Hollinger always says, that's the most replaceable position on the, on the court. They could conceivably get another center, right? Like, but... um. But let's, but yeah, let's talk I, about that though, Henry, because Horford was really important. Like, okay, I know I don't know how Andre means it. Yes, but like they can do what Al can do. No, what no, can they get no, 
No, because Robert Williams plays the five for them. Yeah, Robert right, Williams. No, I'm not saying that it's easy, yeah. but I'm saying that if their only situation is they need someone yeah. to be like plus minus similar to Al Horford in the playoffs, like they can probably make that happen, right? They can probably conjure another player if he's too old to make it happen. Um, compared to, you know, like the Heat are betting on Jimmy, like what my friend David Thorpe wrote a story that hasn't come out yet, but he mentions that like Jimmy Butler is the only elite defender on the Heat, only elite mm-hmm. wing defender on the Heat. Like that's too hard. That's yeah. too much work for him, right? Like yeah. his age is doom. How much, Al Horford doesn't play like 40 minutes a game. You know what I mean? No, but Jimmy no, Butler, like does. the Heat are like, we are about to lean on you, buddy. <laughs> and he even leaned on his whole career, right? It just seems like the math of him holding that load just seems like, whoo, that makes, that age makes me very nervous. So are you thinking we didn't even get to them yet? Oh, we'll say that for when we get to the Heat. Okay. But okay. okay. I, yeah, I, I, I jumped ahead a little that. bit. You, you jumped a little bit, but I, we'll, we'll say that when we get to the Heat. Yeah. Clippers. So we're all hoping. See, all this stuff was about hoping and praying that, okay, yeah. if Kawhi comes back in his health, okay, that's a big if, right? But if Kawhi and Paul George play, I don't know, 55 to 60 games, that sounds about right. The Clippers are going to be really good. We know they have one of Coach's favorite players in Terrence Mann. Oh, they, they got, got a lot of Zubac. dudes that I love. A lot of them. <laughs> they got yeah. Zubac. They got a lot of wing. They got Reggie Jackson, who is yeah. phenomenal. And I think... As a third string point guard, although in the playoffs he might spell, I think the John Wall pickup's gonna be nice for them because Wall's not gonna have to do major lifting. It's like, dude, you give us like three minutes in the in a playoff game. I think he can do that. Right? So what do you think about the Clippers, coach? What's not to love about that team, man? I just, yeah. <laughs> big, big fan of their coach. They've got so much um they've got, you know, versatility, right? They've they can yeah. just beat you in a lot of different ways. And Luke Kennard, 45% from three. He had a really good year last year. Yeah. Uh, he and man, I love them together. Um, no, I, I, uh, like the, to me that golden state and the Clippers are the most likely teams to win the West. Denver is a very intriguing team. We'll talk more with them. I know, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I really, I really love what the Clippers have done. It's just a big question mark. We, you know, we can just speculate until we can see it. I heard Paul George look great this summer. I've not heard about yeah. Kawhi at all. They need they need Kawhi to be great. So Kawhi hasn't played basketball in at least a year, maybe longer, right? At least at least a full calendar year. He hasn't played basketball at least. Correct, Henry. From from all the injury work you're reading and as you're preparing for your book, <laughs> how does that sound? I haven't played competitive NBA basketball in a long time, and I have a history of knee issues. Well, part of the book is really about just like systems, you know, like our bodies have all these different systems that work and some of them don't work. Right. And having missed a whole season isn't the best predictor of how stable you're going to be in the future. It's happened. It happens that, you know, like, but you know, once the players missed a whole season or another whole season, then you have to worry that maybe the way they land isn't totally kosher and need to like work on that. Right. Um, So I don't, you know, the one thing that I like about the Clippers, if we're picturing the playoffs is at least they have a star who has demonstrated a willingness to load manage, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like I don't think Kevin Durant's going to arrive fresh at the playoffs, but I think Kawhi will, right? I think he's going to actually say, bring it on all you ESPN commentators. Let me hear it, Stephen A. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to not play back-to-backs. I'm like, it does increase the odds. He'll reach April feeling pretty spry, right? Mm-hmm. That said, look, we didn't put them first. Right? We did not. <laughs> like, we don't actually know of any flaws with this team. Love the coach, love the stars, love everything about it. But like, 
we're all discounting a little bit. Like, will they be there? Will Paul, will Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both be, be at their best in May? Like, I don't doesn't know. it feel a little iffy? Like, I don't yeah. want to project anybody's injury. Right. Yeah. Because um, people's livelihoods. But, like, it just, they've both been, they both had devastating injuries, right? Well, just wh- have. what do we say? The biggest predictor of future injuries is previous ones, right? And those two have missed playoff times in the past because of injury. Like, we're not yeah. saying we're wishing injury. We're just stating what's factually already happened. Yeah. But, yes, I think Kawhi's, and coming from San Antonio, I think helps. His belief in load management is huge. Kevin Durant is the opposite of that, does not believe in load management, which is a problem, right? Like 82 games or however many games, it's just, you know, you're, you see it, right? We talked about it during the bubble. Why were the Lakers so successful? Ooh, that long break we had in the middle of the COVID season was huge. LeBron came back feeling, oh man, that's like a mini off season. I feel great. Yeah. When you got 35 plus year olds as like your main people, they need breaks, right? And if they don't get breaks, usually not going to work out so well. All right. Clippers, we're all kind of like, yeah, we see the potential, but we got to, if your two best players are there, we'll, we'll believe it. They're on the bus. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, they're, they're on, on the bus. Definitely on the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely on the yeah. bus. They got a good seat on the bus, actually. Yeah. All right. Here's a team that I think is on the bus, but back to the relationship situations, as you guys know, I love so much. They got a big relationship. They got to repair. Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I, well, they have a relationship problem with DeAndre Ayton. And their most important player is 38 years old. How many more years of elite All-NBA, because he made All-NBA again this year, can we expect from Chris Paul? And we're due for a report on the ridiculousness of their owner. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And there's that. (laughs) Which is like, it doesn't help. I know it seems a little bit off the court, but it's like, it doesn't help stability. It doesn't feel good going to work. It just doesn't. Nope. I think it helps that Monty Williams is there. You know, if you're looking at a few guys that can kind of guide you through the mist... He's he's one of the better choices for that, I would think. He's just such a positive, you know, he's got real gravitas as a man, as a person. Um, mm-hmm. They got Devin Booker. <laughs> That's pretty important. Devin Booker, he's very uh, good. So, so we talk about I, this article I have coming out tomorrow, today, uh, I think it's today, about um, what trades maybe can be done to, mm-hmm. to give these teams more than, you know, just a 1 in 16 shot at winning it. I have a I have a deal for Phoenix. You want to hear it, Gerard? I'm ready. It's gonna sound dumb. Maybe maybe when it starts, it's gonna sound no, dumb. Ma- maybe it is dumb. Um, I'm not. You know, I realize that. I try. Even better, I, I try not to be dumb. Now. So so let's say I think you're um, overselling it a little bit, David. No, let's say uh, Miami moves Tyler Hero for Cam Johnson, and you know, probably a pick or something. Isn't he a golfer? yeah right so cam johnson way better defensively than tyler hero probably ever will be way better that's a big loss for phoenix on defense but they have a great defense and i think they can work around that some tyler gives them most people are thinking of course phoenix would do it i'm not so sure if you look at advanced metrics cam johnson's the better player hero's just the better scorer now He's also a few years younger. Cam Cam is older. Cam was drafted before Tyler Hero and is four years older, I believe, four years yep. older. Uh, but I think it, it you know, Chris Paul, to, to your guys' point at 38, who else is gonna play make? Because right now it's Devin Booker and then the Sun system because of Chris Paul. But if you if you're not gonna play no one can replace Chris Paul, IQ, quarterback, whatever. 
Tyler Hero can you have to just change your offense a little bit. But he can he's a very, very good one-on-one player, very good scorer, very good tough shot maker. Miami would seem crazy to to trade uh Hero. They need his 21 points per game. They're an average offense, even with him. Cam Johnson makes you worse in theory, but 41% from three last two seasons in the playoffs, 39% is three years as a pro. Uh, very good defender with potential for maybe even elite defender, not Mikhail Bridges. He's not built quite the same, but high level defender. And to me, the most attractive thing about him is uh, for, for that team is Miami won last year because of defense. Remember, they won the East regular season, mm-hmm. right? P.J. Tucker was a huge part of the number four rated defense. He's a sixer now. So you can ask Jimmy Butler to guard everyone's stud, but don't expect him to do what he's doing on offense and what he did in the postseason last year. Cam gives you a better shooter than Hero even as a catch-shoot guy, less as a playmaker. He can guard some of those wings and give Jimmy Butler a break to not have to guard those wings all the time and let him guard the better big guys. And then Oladipo is the variable. What I'm hearing is he looks great. He looked good last year physically when he came back. If he can upgrade his offense, he's definitely a better defender in theory than Tyler Hero. They can, they can trade Tyler away and get that. Because Oladipo is a good defender, better than Tyler, but he can't guard big wings the way I think right. Cam Johnson can. So I just feel like, not today or tomorrow, but as things develop, if Oladipo looks good, remember, you got to start paying Hero. So, because he's, he's eligible, he's extension eligible. I could just see in training camp, Oladipo looks good. They might be able to move on Tyler and get, him, get themselves another wing defender. Um, unless they want to go big and experiment with that, which is possible too, and play Jimmy at three. You know, the way teams are experimenting out yeah. with two bigs. Uh, do you think that sounds crazy? No. I... Let's go you're... back to the Suns. Yeah, you're thinking Suns. Go ahead. Yeah, I just... Something and it could just be a feeling, and I just think that the way that last year ended, the whole Aiton thing all summer, and I love Chris Paul. The point God is one of my favorite players ever. I just, at some point, you're gonna fall off the cliff. It just it happens, right? That's just but, how this. But works. they're so high up on the cliff, they could fall to 59 wins. You know, that's eight losses more than they had last year. They were so much better than everyone regular season. Yeah, I, I guess I want to know. What the, what is it like when they when they show up to, to back to school yeah. the first day of training yeah. camp? What's it going to be like when everybody's all back together again? We're I mean, all like, yeah, the lovey good. dovey, uh, right? Or, or is yeah. it like, uh, well, wait a sec, wait a second, Gerard, you don't even care about the lovey dovey. <laughs> you can't have both. I hate the lovey dovey. <laughs> but I, I know this. I'm bring I, Robert Sarver can't do it. If I'm Monty James Jones, whomever, I'm bringing DeAndre in, and I'm asking him. I'm gonna say, don't show us. Type in your account information, your password, and your bank account, and let us know how that looks. Okay, here's your contract. So that's how much we like you. I understand you don't like the game we played, but we decided on our own to pay you eleven trillion dollars or whatever the net contract is. You still want to be mad at us for that? We—that's so what the money is for for you to like us. We're paying you to like us, and we value you enough to pay you that money so you'll like us. That should not be a hard sell to a player. Henry, what do you think? I'm paying you to like me. What do you think? That means you got nothing else, right? <laughs> Who cares? That, that means that you. That means you tried to get Chris Paul to come to this meeting and say nice things, and he refused. 
you know, who cares? <laughs> I get from that. DeAndre, if you don't like it, we can trade you to Orlando tomorrow. How that? How's that going to be? They'll be happy to take you. But this is what. But this. This is what I mean. So I'm like, so is the vibe one that's like, because like the first day of school, everybody's happy to see everybody, right? That's how the first day of school generally goes. But if everybody's already not happy on day one of school, we we got nowhere. To, like, I, we're we're already in a. I'm spot. not honestly, guy. I mean, I understand your point, of course. I just. If they if DeAndre ended up getting screwed and losing millions of dollars, I just think it's I think it's a better argument. But what he, he if I'm him, I'm the happiest dude ever. And, and yeah, he might get traded one day. He might ask to be traded. But right now, they're still paying me. The team that drafted me first overall just gave me the most I can get. They're they they're, they just didn't want to have to do it. They didn't want to. That's their choice. But they're paying me. He has no, he made no excuses. Something happened. All right. Something happened. Something happened for sure. Point. That is a different story. And I don't know what happened. We don't really know yeah. if it's the kind of thing that is walked under the bridge or not. Right. Like, I, you know, if that it, is true. Somebody's right here. I don't know what it was, but like, it definitely was weird. Right. It, it spilled yep. into the public in yep. a weird way. And, you know, hopefully it could be resolved. Um, I don't know if your money talk from Mad Men would work or not. But, um, <laughs> But maybe, maybe I, the Suns are on the bus, hundred percent for sure. But like, I do also worry about, you know, Chris Paul's an absolute genius, but kind of a controlling genius. He certainly and is. as his body lets him down, right, and he's the tiny guy. Like, will deference be something he's good at? Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, we, you know the answer to that. No, it will yeah, not. but but guys, I mean, maybe, just, uh, maybe. Just but, remember, Devin Booker had a career year and was, I think, first team All NBA. Yes. Right. Chris Paul didn't keep. First thing. First thing. Chris Paul did not keep him from doing that. No, but Chris Paul was capable of getting out there and controlling everything, right? Like, and he. So, what happens when Chris Paul is like just a net negative on the team? As tiny guys, it the cliff comes younger, right? Like he's well overdue. He's the most overdue. He, he definitely is that for a cliff, right? Yeah. And so, if he's actually out there and the, and the Suns are minus three and he's getting his shot blocked all the time, like. Now he has to do something he's never done before, which is just sit more. He's going to help his team by sitting down more and yelling at people less. And like, <laughs> that could be the hardest thing he's ever been asked to do. Yeah. Like it, it might, you know, and I could see that I could see Robert Sarver saying, God damn it. We're paying him all this money. Like get him out there and make him good. Right. He owes us. And like, <laughs> he owes us. that would be bad. They don't <laughs> usually feel great about the high salary guy. They don't. Just sitting on the bench, so I it there's, it seems like a thing to keep an eye on. Right, yes. so far he's been great. He'll have an off season. He, he's eating his vegan foods. He's going to be lean, and his muscles are. He did. He did. He but did have a long off season. He did. He did. He did. He did. Um, I, it'll probably be great, but you know, he was he, there was a period of the playoffs when he came into the game and was bad. Yeah, right? load, they, they, they got to load. They got to load manage him this season. They should load yeah. manage him this season for just, sure. Just, all all, all the more reason to get. I don't know if he goes to seven. All the more reason to get Tyler Hero. Uh, you're right, Gerard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is um, this is why there's no like heavy favorite. They're all. I wrote about this this right, week. Right. They're yeah. all so flawed. Yeah. There's yeah. no super team. All right. Wait, can I pause for one second? Yeah. Like a, 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 a deep theoretical question has yes hit me, which is. In a year where it's very flat and there are as many as 20 contenders, do you think that means that this year's eventual champion is like a lower quality team than a typical year or a higher quality team or the same? I think in the public perception, they're going to be perceived as lower quality. But I think when we actually look at it, 
they'll be like, no, they're just like every other, like a really good championship team. Cause it's, it's that thing with Vegas, right? It's like, why are all of a sudden when Durant is coming back, the Nets all of a sudden jump back up to a number three favorite because you know, popular people. I know Kevin Durant. I know Kyrie Irving, right? But that doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to win just because you know them, right? Because they're famous and whatever. Same thing with this. Just because there's no super team doesn't mean there's no really good team there, right? There's a lot of really good teams. And I think that it'll, it's just one of those situations where it's it's the public perception thing, but I think the teams will be just fine. There's just no like overwhelming team with like, I have four all NBA first team. Like, no, you don't have any of those. But that's okay. Doesn't mean you're not good. I agree. And I actually think I might, I might even go further in that, like, if you're a flawed team and every night of the regular season you're playing a contender, like you're just tr- going to get trashed in the standings. You won't even make the playoffs, right? I have a feeling that this year, this every night, you know, big deal mm-hmm. games will probably be a cauldron, which will make. So we have 20 contenders at the beginning of the season. I don't think we will at the end of the season. I think we're going to no. have like the regular number. Yep. I think they will be forged by fire at that point. <laughs> I, think that, I love it. Forged <laughs> by fire. <laughs> I have a feeling this year's ultimate contenders will be very, very good. Uh, maybe better than a regular year because they just have to deal, right? They've had they, they, they. so anyway. Part of reason like we were talking about um, we one of these teams. Um, maybe oh, David was talking about the Bulls earlier, and oh, a, yeah. part of me was like, a, I think that's a stretch, but b, like I think it's actually a year where you have to be exceptionally good to mm. end up winning, not a year where any team has a chance. So if the sense. Bulls do, in fact, win, what you're saying is all those things happen. Pat Williams became the defensive superstar we think he is. All those things happen, right? Because there's no way they're going to win against these teams if those things don't happen. And we're going to have a year, like, out of these. So every t- other team has its theoreticals, right? Mm-hmm. We're, I don't know which one, but out of these, you know, Raptors, Nuggets, Clippers, Bucks, like, somebody's going to have a perfect year. Mm-hmm. With them, 20 yeah. contenders, someone's having a yes. perfect year. And you have to beat that team. Yep. And that's where I'm like, I don't think the Bulls can get to that level. I don't know which one it is, but like if the if the Clippers go injury free and they all oh, love each yeah. other, they're not, they're like, not beating them. Yeah, touch it. They're gonna be a hundred <laughs> miles ahead of you. Right. So I feel <laughs> yeah. like we're gonna someone's gonna have a perfect year here. Yeah. Um, someone's gonna have yeah, the perfect sorry. year and someone's gonna have the snake bit year where everything goes wrong. <laughs> Literally yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh Heat, coach. I liked your trade idea. I'm tenuous about them. I, look, they're still on the, they're on the bus, but we're starting to move towards the middle and back of the bus now. Jimmy's older. He's got a lot more work to do. No P.J. Tucker. I think the key for them, for me, for them to be what they should be, Bam needs to be what I think he is, and he needs to be better offensively. I love what he does defensively, but in the playoffs, he's got to be someone who can do things for us offensively and not just I give him the ball. Like he's got to give, we got to give him the ball and he's got to do it on his own. Right. I don't have to create for him. He's got to start creating some of his own offense. And when he does that, I think the heat will be really good. And until then, I think they got some challenges. I can see not just Tyler hero, depending on how Odebo does, but Duncan Robinson uh, being moved for a solid player that, that, that fills a hole with the way uh, Max Strews played last year on a much lighter contract. Uh, Duncan Robinson's uh, got a ton of gravity, can really shoot, moves well without the ball to shoot. And uh, someone who really is struggling to shoot will value that and might give up something that shores up Miami. They also get a credit for having one of the better, you know, probably two or three. Ty Lue, Spolstra, Kerr, probably the three best coaches, I would say. Um, so uh, that, that counts for something too. So, um, and just real quick, 
on what you were saying before, not just with the Bulls, but with all these teams, where all the Henry made a comment to me when I wrote the article last week that, you know, billionaires are spending all this money in luxury tax to gain big advantages and not just being coin flip series. And so I think we're going to end up having a couple of deals, one or two, uh, where Donovan Mitchell goes, you know, by the time you air this in an hour, we may find out he's on one of these teams. Like Donovan <laughs> Mitchell to the Lakers for Westbrook and no one else, really. Oh. I, I'm not, I'm not, they're on the bus for sure at that point, And they might be one of the favorites. Uh, you, you may say, we have a long way He's to go. not talking about the Jazz people. No, definitely not. No, <laughs> no. That whole time, that whole team is going to be traded. In fact, I put in our document, guys. There's two teams. There's two teams that yeah. have a whole bunch of players for other people. It's the Jazz and possibly the Nets. If the yeah, Nets, yeah. if the Nets don't, if the Nets start out good, they're going to be fine. They're on the fine. bus. They're very. They implode. They yeah. implode. Like oh my, they have like ten guys Fire that sale. can play. But fire, fire sale. sale, but this ain't the Spurs fire sale. Yeah, yeah. This is that. I mean, Patty Mills will help a team. Seth Curry Kevin will Durant, help a team. Durant, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, <laughs> Kyrie, right? Claxton. <laughs> yeah. Guys are good players. Everybody, everybody's got to go. <laughs> if they, if they do that, man, you yeah. know, this, this whole, and it'll probably all go to like five teams. And that's going to be when you start seeing real separation. When the Lakers, and, I mean, sorry, when the Jazz and with Donovan and a few other guys with the Jazz and the Nets, if the Nets implode, that, you know, some teams can get really fat off that. So for me, and I know the, the listeners don't know, we have our little rundown, Doc, and we have columns of the teams that we think are on the bus. This last team, for me, is the last team on the bus. Everybody else, I'm like, nope, I got oh. lots of questions. Oh, I have different, I have a different <laughs> edit going. That's interesting. The, the last team on the bus for me, and it's not because the other teams aren't good. It's just that a lot of things have to go right. And the last team on the bus is the Sixers. All right. You got Embiid. You got whatever James Harden is and some kind of level of all-star, right? Not an all-NBA guy, but he's, you know, Joel Embiid is an all-NBA second place finisher in, in the MVP uh, this past season. They were what, the two seed last year um, in the postseason. Look, I, I, I like Philly. I like Tyrese Maxey a lot. Um, Doc, I like Doc. I don't know where Doc is right now, like as a coach and like how he's feeling about the whole the whole thing, how that locker room's responding. But like they're like in the back of the bus, but not like like when you were in high school and all the cool kids sat in the back. No, 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 no. They're in the back because it's like that emergency door exit doors open and they're kind of hanging on by it and they might fall out if we hit a bump. But the Sixers, last team for me on the bus. Everybody else that we're going to talk about, I got lots of concerns about. But that's where I'm at. Sixers, Coach, where are you on Philly? Yeah, Tyrese Maxey, you took too long to mention his name. I did. My it's <laughs> it's Sixers, Embiid, Maxey, Harden. That's true. Maxie, <laughs> he is Maxie's really good. right there. Um, yeah, And P.J. Tucker, who amazingly enough is defying the laws of physics, too. Uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of Doc anymore. That is a concern to me, but I, I think Daryl is really good at accumulating talent and finding talent. And, um, yeah, I mean, Embiid is just a phenomenal, like when I talked to NBA players this summer about the guys, they just cannot believe are real. He's number one on the list. Not even Giannis. They, they can't believe Giannis either. Don't get me wrong. And Jokic, but in their minds, like what Embiid does at his size is just a He's joke. Old. And so skilled, I, I said, it's a joke. 
I, I say it all the time. Like, you, you know, you we're so lucky you get to be around these guys. When you stand next to Joel Embiid, you're like, you are a mountain of a human being. Yeah. Like, and how are you so good at all these things and so athletic? It's like, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, he's the key. Now, he's got his own injury history, yeah, of right? Course. Like, he, he, don't play, yeah. he don't play 70 games every year either. So, you know. I think if you count his first two seasons when he didn't play at all, I think he averages something like 40 games a year. Right. Um, and James Harden looked old and still looks old. You know, we <laughs> yes. all saw the little clip of Scotty Barnes, like clapping, you know, like just, you know, I, you know, in, in, um, that was Rico Hines runs. Right. Um, I don't think the Sixers are on the bus. I, you guys are going to, you know, people will be mad about that. And I'm, you know, I recognize the re- argument for them being on the bus and there's mm-hmm. all kinds of, you know, if, if it all comes together, but like, what are the odds it all comes together? I just feel for those reasons that we just just those two things alone right yeah. like well Embiid's uh Embiid's injury prone and wicked tenacious right there's no off switch right he's yeah. jumping on the floor all the time right yeah. like yeah. I'm just it gets me so worried um and you know if Harden's just not James Harden anymore then I I'm, I don't think Tyrese Maxey can get the ball enough right it's just going to be this yeah. whole sad I, I I I would just bet the under on them i just think it's not gonna work out so harden was an all-star last year and still in the 95th percentile check me on that henry estimated plus minus so he still provides value but he is nowhere near the oh i'm number one 99th percentile 20 plus he, he ain't that dude anymore like he that. had one good playoff game right yeah and and that's what they need to be this yeah. devastating punch and if he's not that is your point, is Maxie going to get the ball enough? Well, you know, that, that's on Doc to be like, hey, James, you want to? I will say this. I think James is going on a diet. I don't know if you guys saw this video. He was on a, his, his birthday yacht cruise with, like, you know, a little baby and all them, and they gave him a birthday cake, and Harden threw it off the side of the boat. <laughs> like the whole cake, not just his slice, the entire cake. He just grabbed it and threw it off the boat. Good teammate. <laughs> Good teammate. <laughs> Let's 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 not forget, guys. Maxi averaged twenty a game in the playoffs last year. Like he's, he, I mean, he ain't gonna he, go. It's not gonna go down. He was visibly annoyed at Harden during multiple of those he's games. A, that, like, that's dude, what I love about give him. Me the ball. What I love about him, and I wrote about it when he was in the draft, is he reminded me. I I actually told this to Tyrese and his dad when I talked to him on the phone one time. He reminds me of Lowry. That's why he doesn't play like Lowry. He could score in a way Lowry could never score. I think. I think Tyrese led the UIBL in scoring and is going to a senior of high, of high school. Uh, but he has that, like, I hit everybody when he plays. I love that about him. <laughs> he really does. He, he smiles more than Lowry ever did. But, yeah, he just he's just a motherfucker, man. That dude is a nasty dude. He's really all right. Good. Let's get let's get to all the people that the teams that coach has on the bus. And I'm like, hell no. His all right, favorite come team on. Was start, let's, let's start there. Toronto. It, this is not about. Me not loving Scotty Barnes. I love Scotty Barnes. I want to put that out there right from the jump. <laughs> you didn't have like that Tyrese Maxey thing where you took like two sentences to say the name, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying the uh, name. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. I'm oh, saying yeah. Scotty Barnes right. <laughs> this ain't a Scotty Barnes or a Maasai or a Nick Nurse. None of those things. I just like, okay, Fred Van Vliet, all-star, fine. Um, you know, OG, okay. Like, sure. And you know, I love rangy. I love all the six, eight and just arms and legs. Love all that. But who's the dude? Who's the dude that every night, both ends, 25 plus, top of the, who, who's the dude? I know you're going to say it's Scotty, 
Maybe it will be him this year. Maybe. I'm going to say it's Siakam. Or or, or Siakam. Okay, if he's all NBA and doing that, cool. Right. But then they have Scotty too. And then they have have Gary Trent, who remember, they beat the Sixers' ass if Gary Trent's not sick those first few games. And I think he's also tradable. I think Trent is a guy that a lot of teams will value. His contract's fair. He scores, you know, 18 a game. Uh, and it's a, I think he might have led the league in steals. Like, he's a good defensive player, too. Uh, I think that he becomes an interesting piece for them. And they just paid Chris Boucher, who really finished the season well last year. Uh, as a guy, they, and Precious Achua, who uh, I did not expect this when I was studying this summer different players. He really came on strong, too, last year. That's a two-headed monster at five. And Precious and Chris shoot threes also. And they drafted Christian well, Coloco. Dudes. Yeah, they're, I think they got, they're really they, good. They and they finished dudes. good last year as a team. I'm just like, eh, championship. I don't know, Henry. Now yeah, you sound dudes. like Charles Barkley. <laughs> you, you, want, yes. you want the superstar. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, My mission is complete. Now I just need TNT <laughs> to pay me millions of dollars a year. <laughs> that's it would have helped to have a Hall of Fame at an NBA career. Oh, well, right? yeah. That's the only problem. <laughs> that's the only problem. That's a, a good time to be that. Yeah. <laughs> that's our pass. Well, most of these teams, I, I can't see the potential for acceleration, right? I can't see like the, the, the players who have been very good who might become excellent by the time mm-hmm. of the finals. But this team is solves that, right? Like I, it's you can see it. immensely possible that all of these, you know, players in their twenties who are super athletic and super skilled might elevate. Right. So yeah, I think the Raptors are on the bus. Scotty yeah. Barnes this summer. Yeah. I mean, it's only highlights. I've talked to a lot of players out there and I, and I texted with Masai that being aside, the highlights are the highlights, but woo, those are some good highlights. He was raining in jump shots, Gerard. Coach Thorpe is so excited. Look, yeah. again, I, I reserve the right to change my opinion of about course, the Raptors. Of course, we all do. But yeah. It's one of those, like, yeah. you know, when I see it, then I'll be like, all right, you know, I just got to see they it. They have I a big flaw. They have a big flaw. They have no backup point guard. Malachi Flynn, who I liked, is not working out for them. They've yeah. got it. No, they've, and OG also was playing yeah. real. When OG was playing, I think the end of the season, they went six and one. But he barely played. I think he played seven of the last 24 games. They went six and one. He was a leading plus minus guy in those games. And he's young. And he's another one of those big wings. They got three of them with Barnes, Siakam, and OG. Right? And maybe, but ben, but and ben maybe Precious. Because Precious ben might be is still very important to them, too. For sure. Yeah. Extremely important. For sure. So, he is. you know, and, they, and, and but, small guys, I always work. And Gerard, don't forget this their entire roster has been in LA. That is, a, as Henry and I talked about this a couple weeks yes. ago, Huge that's, leg up. that's a Maasai thinking. I, you can't do that every summer. These guys are allowed to go be what they want to be all summer. But when you're asking all your guys to come in L.A., because it didn't happen by coincidence, you're thinking something, right? So, so this, this may be that thing, Henry, right? The incubation, right? Smart teams yeah. do this. Yeah. Dumb teams don't do this, great, right? We know the word. Raptors, smart team. Great word. So incubate, we're going to be ready. So come yeah. training camp, we're actually – two steps ahead of everybody yeah. else because we've been playing together as a team all summer long. Whereas you other people, yeah, forget it. You guys are all James Harden's throwing cake off the side of yachts, like whatever. Like you guys aren't, we're, we're going to be a step ahead. All right. You guys are slowly making me rethink. They're still not on the bus yet, but I'm like, all right. Institutional knowledge. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. It's not cake by the ocean. It's cake in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, man. That is a deep cut. Okay. For those of you that are like, like it's not even a dad joke because it's so good. Like, that is a deep, deep cut. That is a, yeah, nice one, yeah. Henry. 
good, good one there. I like that. Uh, I like look, that. look what happens when sing it look you what happens to start growing a little bit of beard, right? Yeah. Look okay. This the team wisdom is what happens. Whom people would be surprised to know that I don't have on the bus because one of my favorite players yeah. is on their team. Yeah. No, Denver Nuggets. Oh. You know, yeah. I love Michael Porter Jr., but I'm afraid of Michael Porter Jr., right? Uh, backs were tricky things. I'm like, where are we? What's happening? I, I've I seen some. I seen him playing actually. I saw him, I saw a pickup with him, Durant, and some other people. He's looking pretty good. Um, I, but I think so. We let's just be going forward. Let's be square on how we are populating the bus. To me, mm-hmm. I'm inviting a lot of people on the bus, and then happy to kick them off to the curb at the bus stops during the season. <laughs> you are different. Yeah, I'm just, you want an yeah, I'm discriminatory from the beginning. You want yes, a little bit. Very much so. And then yes. you'll like, you people. never belonged here. Right. And then, <laughs> but, but, but you can play your way onto the bus. Correct. See, I'm more Correct. inclusive. You are yes, more exclusive. Yeah. We know that. You are, I didn't you are know a that. coach. You are opening your arms wide open. Everyone right. gets a hug. See, right. we're going back to the relationship yeah. stuff. I'm like, don't hug me. Get the hell out of here. You don't belong here. Yeah, but secretly you're saying, please hug, please hug, please hug. <laughs> No, look, when I come to New York, sometime maybe this oh, fall, big hug. you're hugging me for big like hug. 11 minutes. I want someone to count it. Someone put a stopwatch on it. He's not going to let me go, and I'm not going to let him go. <laughs> look, if Murray and Porter Only Jr. Only two feet on the floor. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be up in the air like, hey, this is great. <laughs> if Murray and Porter Jr. are healthy, yeah. look, I said this last year. I love this team. The, yeah. Then, yes, they Bones are on, Highland, on my bus and, on, Bones Highland, and on the front of the bus. Yes, they're on the front. But I just, I'm worried, especially about Porter. Like, I just don't know. And look, maybe it's the thing where he it's only It's a plays. fair concern. 60 games. That's it. Yeah. And, so I'm and, and, load and Murray, too. Murray was out for two years, basically. Go, right. go. I watched, I was in, when I was in Miami in the gym, they have a bunch of TVs in there. And they were, someone, probably NBA TV was replaying Jazz Nuggets game six, three, two jazz in the bubble. And there's no audio on and it's Donovan Mitchell was great, but Jamal Murray was unbelievable. Like, like you didn't know Yoke was on the court. It didn't matter. It was just Murray, 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 Murray. That dude. But if those two were held, and by the way, getting Bruce Brown on that team in the off season, huge pickup. If, Murray and Porter Jr. can take some of the load off of Jokic. He's not going to yeah. be exhausted come play Highland. Then I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now I'm like, I picked them if they were healthy. Two years no, 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 no. They're not yeah. in your bus, Gerard. Let's just be fair. You're, you're, they're, but, but, but they're not, not here now. They're, they're, not, not, they're not here they're now. They're not welcome on the bus. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell them that. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. Henry, where are you with the Nuggets? Your fancy fucking bus. I just about the bus yeah. metaphor. If like. Like if you're adding people to the bus, like where are they? Like they're just standing by the side of the road, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like, like a 50 bus miles ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, Mr. Yoki. We have all these seats <laughs> but, uh, on the bus to ride. Let's just fill it yeah. up. Uh, I need lots of room to spread out. I don't know. Like I like space. <laughs> I don't like a lot of people near me when I'm on public transportation. Okay. So okay, okay. <laughs> I think they're definitely on the bus. We we have a failed somewhat. Um, as a fact-checking operation, we sent around a little in our texting some tweet that someone had that basically Jokic against yeah who was it Giannis Embiid I think those two oh oh, oh oh like his his like career numbers or whatever no the them. last twenty one games twenty one in a row okay. wins against who was it Giannis Embiid and one and it's, that's not true um, oh oh it's not true I don't think so someone wrote it and it was a credible person he had just beat Giannis in a in a friendly game overseas in, uh, what well, he didn't. 
Serbia beat uh, Greece. So including every game, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Nuggets beat yeah. national team. It's including national team. Oh, okay. okay. But we the fact is we don't know. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. if if uh, anything like that is true, right? I feel like the Nuggets are with in this Jokic peak phase when he's you know not exhausted all the time and just you know an absolute monster. Like they have this huge potential, right? Like they have had these injuries, whatever. Now it's like. You know, somebody could make a championship team with Nikola Jokic, and the rest of the roster would not have to be world beaters, right? It's like mm-hmm. there's pressure; like they got to figure this out. Like this is a giant thing to waste if, if they're if, not contenders, right? Now. If you if you don't want them on the bus, and your reason for that was they have Austin it's Rivers, that back to Gerard. <laughs> no, if they, if, they, if they, they, you could say, well, they have Austin Rivers, and Austin Rivers can't win a championship. <laughs> for Austin Rivers, right? That's okay. <laughs> Like, coach, why did Austin Rivers got to catch a random stray? He was just minding his own business. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't mind him at all. He, he's a little, <laughs> he, he thinks a little better than what he is, but um, they won't be depending on him. And, but, but tell you, Bones Highland was really yeah, fun no, to watch look, last year. Yeah, Henry, thirty miles down the road on this Greyhound when the when they're pulling into the next stop, heading towards Clearwater, and I see Nikola Jokic with his hand out. I'm like, ah. Oh, you know we'll what? I think we can pick that guy up. Yeah, but you're still keeping guy. your feet up on the seat. You're like, so somebody has to get off, right? Like somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone, someone's getting. I off think at that the point. challenge is we're <laughs> we're thinking big luxury motor coach. You're thinking VW bug. <laughs> only a few teams can VW fit in the little bug. Nah. Only a few people can fit in the Volkswagen. We can fit or, a lot or, of people in ours. Or like a or like a Mercedes SUV or a BMW SUV. You know, the X7. You could probably fit the nice number of teams. Seventeen, on five teams. Yeah, five teams, seven. All right, do we forget anyone? Oh, no, we're still going. Oh, yeah. Matt, oh, we got a Mavericks. whole bunch more. You guys, this Mavericks. is a seven-hour show. Yeah, it's I, fine. It's, I, people love it. I okay. put Dallas on there for one reason. They they have Luka. maybe the best player in the world this year. I don't pick him number one, but he could play his way. And Christian Wood. Let's just see. Oh, I don't, you're I don't, a believer in Christian Wood. I know I'm not. I just don't know. I really, I just don't know. But but I have this no, inclusive bus. So let's just see. But I, <laughs> uh, I mean, they took... They took Golden State to what six was it? No, five, five. five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, they won one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. five. Yeah. No, but they're, they're at the back of the bus. Don't get me wrong. I, I do not think they're likely to win or anything like that. But when you have that well, kind of this, player, David, there there was talk at the end of the year about how like Luca needs to become as good on defense as he's on offense, hmm. and is that remotely possible? No. Yes, he's not. But it's not possible because he's so outrageously good on offense and just isn't a great athlete. You need to be a great athlete to be that good on defense where the ball's not in your hands. But he could be good, big, strong dude, or, great or IQ. How about top. just not a negative on defense? Right, right exactly. Just be a negative on you just got to be solid. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. Pelicans. So I know why you have them here. Oh, I yeah. know why the Pelicans are here. Everyone saw them take the number one seeded Phoenix Suns to six games without their best player, Zion Williamson, who has six no or injury seven. history to six deal with. Six or seven? Six. 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 six? Yeah, six. Yeah, six. Okay. Um, heavy six. Look, it, it was it was a we, Jose Alvarado is a favorite of this podcast. We Herb love Jones. what Brandon Ingram's doing. Herb Jones, yeah. TJ McCollum. I mean that. That's so so the I, the idea is add water, Zion, and we have this great tasting oh. fruit punch. Yeah, no doubt, it's probably true, but we got to see it, right? But, they, uh, but there's something else. They've got picks to get. Oh, they do to so acquire players. Yes. If they're, and if they have players to acquire players. Right. If they're, they if they're you know, yeah. 17 and 9 and they and their net margins are good, they're, they look like, hey, we just got a couple of slots here and we're going to really jump up, they, they can make a deal. 
They can make deals. Mm. Yeah. If Zion's you know, the MVP the, of the league, man. Yeah. Go ahead, Henry. I, I so who are the immovable parts, right? So they're basically Brandon Ingram, you're keeping Brandon B. I and Zion. B.I. and Zion, yeah. Everyone else is everyone else is up for grabs. Yeah. I mean, I would keep, I would keep Herb Jones, me, but yeah, you know. unlikely they trade him, but you can trade him. But yeah, yeah. But if you want young players, if you want picks, if you want big salaries to match, like they can do all those things. Like a Valanciunas right? at so, five, he's got a number yeah. that you can move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, it's not just because I on them. It's not because I have two guys, you know, on their coaching staff. Because they they have no <laughs> idea I feel this way. I'm not talking to them at all. I'm just telling yeah. you, I, I'm a big believer in the world's best players. Can always win. Zion's right there. Here is a team that I know Henry doesn't have on his bus, but I know Coach has on his. And I'm a little peeved because you have this team, but not my oh, Memphis. No, Wizards no, no. Memphis on is on there. I just, I just stopped populating because someone called me. Memphis is 100 <laughs> on the bus. I, I'm pissed at you for not putting him on there. <laughs> well, I'm a the big Jaren, fan. The, the, the yeah, of course. Got me nervous. Yeah. To start the season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite them on the bus. No, but if Jaron doesn't show up, yes. we'll remove them. <laughs> But yeah, but what team? Lakers, you, you're a believer. Only if they get you, you Donovan. If, Only if they get Donovan. Oh, because because uh, look, LeBron's awesome. Still, I mentioned this before. I'm going to say it again because it's worth mentioning. He, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, only players over the age of 33 to be in the top five in estimated plus minus and top 10 in earned win, estimated wins. That's because they're amazing. Yeah. But you know, how long is that going to last? Apparently, it's going to keep lasting because he's he should have fallen off a cliff too, but still not. But are he and Anthony Davis going to play sixty games this season? Who knows? Packers says no. If they get Donovan, um, yeah, they'd have to be hurt not to be one of the favorites, if, and that's obviously possible. But if they can get Donovan for Russell, you know, and Austin Austin Reeves, who's pretty good actually, um, and maybe Lonnie Walker and a couple of picks. Because what, what does LeBron care about those picks? He doesn't care. And those are really, <laughs> Man, really, picks. those are really <laughs> valuable picks. Picks that come in years where you expect LeBron not to be there. Oh, those are lottery picks, right? Just make sure they're not protected. Well, well, yeah, LeBron doesn't, LeBron's never cared about those picks and keeps not having good young teammates. Right. Whoops. Shock, shocking. Right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now it may finally not finally matter because he's going to go wherever his son can go anyway. But for well, if they get this year. He yeah. he is added not just his, I can't wait sons, to play with yeah. Bronny. Yeah. To Bryce, yeah, I'm like Bryce is like three years. What the, what are you play He's thirteen. Year? Yeah, yeah. Well, what have you seen LeBron here? this summer? I know. I, I know mean, my good. Hashtag hashtag Instagram pics. He's looking. He's looking good with the shirt off. Yeah, I've not Henry, seen his, I've seen him highlights <laughs> where he's just LeBron flying on the bench last season. <laughs> he looks incredible <laughs> to me. He looks like he's twenty five. Where, where are you at with the Lakers, Henry? I I'm with you, Drod. I um. I understand what David's saying. Yes. And I think it would be exciting. And I understand that it would be good for the Jazz and the Lakers for this Mitchell trade to happen. But David, do you think it's possible that this is the best offer the Jazz get for Donovan Mitchell? Is yeah. Russell Westbrook and some Austin Russell Reeves Westbrook, some Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, pick? and then two picks that come after LeBron's gone. Seems no low. It seems that. low for Donovan. That seems low. I mean, the market gets what the market gets. I think it's people keep talking about the Rudy Rudy deal changing everything. I, I if I, if my neighbor sells his home for five million, it doesn't mean I can sell mine for four and a half. I can wait for the next person willing to pay over price, but I could be waiting a long time. Like, the, how long is ain't gonna wait? It's Donnie Donovan. It can get really ugly. And when does that value continue to stay up? So I think it's absolutely uh, possible 
that they that they have the best deal for Donovan. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah, same. I think the same thing is every year, right? It's like, boy, they're old. Yeah. <laughs> but they added some. Boy, they added some young guys, and we'll see how Kendrick Nunn does. We'll, you know, he hasn't played in two years. He's he's. he's I'm a, he's a fan. Big piece of them. That yeah, that would be really. And Austin Reeves was really good last year. Again, they're not going to win it without. They needed a third guy. They yes. can't. They, I and, think what you're saying is right. And LeBron and AD have to play 60 plus games. If they don't, it's what we had last year. Those are, those are the two best players. Uh, right. A team with my favorite player on it. Look, this team. The reason that they ain't on my championship bus because this could all be a disaster and blow up. And David says, if it is, fire sale in Brooklyn. So we can get a lot of stuff for all these guys. And then we have to but, redo the show because there'll be so many players going out. <laughs> Correct. Man. Look, it, it, in a vacuum, this team complements itself well and it works, right? Yep. You throw out a lineup of Durant, Kyrie, Joe Harris, uh, Ben Simmons, and who am I putting the uh, Whoever. Claxton. Doesn't matter. Who cares? It, it, yes yes they're gonna win a lot of games and they're gonna be very good but the whole thing this summer with trade yeah. me don't trade me get rid of fire steve talk about relationships and all that how's the first day of work coming in hey steve what you been up to all summer oh you know just hanging out with the kids nothing much happening here like how, how's that going right like maybe good maybe not i don't know it's you know it's, hard, it's hard to guess that if things will go smoothly the first week. It's hard to guess that. <laughs> yeah, not possible. They Does work Ben it Simmons out. play? Like, is this? We're, we haven't seen him in forever. Like, I saw him yesterday at the yeah. U.S. Open. He was watching Nick Kyrgios. Well, Madison Keys first, and then and then Nick Kyrgios, fellow Australian. Um, he looks healthy, <laughs> walking around like you know, Ben, you playing ball anytime soon? Well, well. I just hope he's really playing. I hope that he's actually like. I'll feel very different about the Nets if they once yes. he's put yeah. down like a hundred minutes, you know, yeah. and it's like, okay, Ben yeah. Simmons well, is NBA player again. All, all, all jokes aside, coach, we've talked about it. Henry, you talked, he is the perfect complement to that team, right? I don't want it. Kyrie K, mm-hmm. you guys shoot the ball all the time. That's fine. Right. And he'll play deep man. So he'll play man, do all the stuff they need. Get him out in the break. Like, yes, perfect basketball like together with those three with those two and the nets were really good in transition last year adding ben simmons puts them over the top they become the best transition team in the league yeah but and they'll have more transitions because they'll play better defense yeah but one of the qualities you know that team is emotional resilience right and (laughs) what are you saying henry they're They're not emotionally tough are you saying that they're a little uh when i said one year I did a scouting one year I did a scouting report for high school players because my wife was sick of me talking on the phone every night to college coaches for no money, picking my brain for all the athletes, you know, the players I saw. So, so it was called the Sunshine State Hoops Report. And I had like an eight category evaluation, and one of them was emotional IQ. It's a really yeah. big deal. Yeah, no one had it. Yeah. I really believe in that. Yeah. Who who is the captain of this ship? I don't know. Yeah, you know, ships with ships with no captains don't tend to do so well out in the open sea. So you know, it's true. Tough. I hope it works. It'd be fun to watch. But yes, I, I if they were having like a Raptors off season where they're having their like bonding in LA and everyone's excited about what they can become, then probably Kevin Durant wouldn't have been demanding a trade all summer, right? Like, like <laughs> right. if he believed in Ben Simmons as a teammate, then he it's would not point. be this way, right? It's a great point. That, that 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 there you go, and that's where yeah. we are. Hawks. No. So they're here because coach loves them. <laughs> Trey Young, all this stuff. But look, I, and this is not about me not liking Trey Young, but there's something about him as leader guy. They got DeJounte Murray now, Gerard. 
That's true. That's true. He does have DeJounte Murray. He does have DeJounte Murray. And they're only on the list because I still think they can do another deal, which we're going to talk about. Am I right about it next week? Ah, David, you're so inclusive. You're just so welcoming to everybody. I would not put them. (laughs) I wouldn't make them likely for sure. But there's a deal they can do or two um, to really make them, I think, very good. Yeah. I I, I want Trey to step up to that next level of leadership. Like we talk about. Yeah, for sure. Bring everybody in together. There's that quality that like, he doesn't seem to quite possess yet about that, that ability to like, you know, like John Morant in Memphis, right? Just get, come on, everybody. Let's go. We got this. So anyway, but yeah, I already there. DeJounte compliments him well too, because of his defensive abilities. Yep. Yeah. Very good defensive yeah. player. I and think they Hawks. can, they're going to be, a, they're going to be tough. I think DeJounte is a fantastic ad, but, I don't like. I think it'd be really good to win the championship this year. I don't think they're going to be that team. Um, now I'm wondered, wondering uh, what other teams aren't on the list that are on the list. <laughs> well, Grizzlies, <laughs> and the only reason why the Grizzlies aren't weren't on was because the the Jaron thing, right? Him being out till yeah. possibly December. I mean, he was a all, all defensive player, little league in blocks, and that that's a problem, right? Not not having that, and a big man with another foot injury, lower leg. I I just it makes but December's me very not terrible. Nervous. That's fine. You know, you can be part of it. No, it's not terrible. I'm just, I'm just not excited about it. That's all. But in in the spirit of David and being more inclusive, I will say Memphis, come on in. You can be. Oh, you got inclusive with your favorite team. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be inclusive with Memphis. But who, David, are there other teams? Do you have any other sneaky teams? No, I think I put them all there for now. Yeah. Yeah, That's the bus. Who'd you have on the bus, Henry, that we didn't mention besides the Blazers? No one, but yeah, I. Would love to make a even the joke I tried in the when we first signed on. I was like, "That's it's just too thin." Yeah, it's not funny. Please just stop being funny. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna look really fast. Um, David made a case for the Bulls. Uh, Cavaliers, anyone? No, not yet. Too young, but good. But not, they're, yeah. they're in that next. They're in that next group. They, I, I would. I would consider them if they do something else. Uh, Knicks. This is the team's not in there. Knicks, Wizards, Pacers, Pistons, Magic, um, Timberwolves. No? Mm, Any takers? Well, well that, that, that's it, folks. Stay tuned for next week when we come back okay. with our next tier of people we okay. have to talk about. Um, for Coach Spurs, David Thorpe Kansas, and for Henry Abbott. Blazers, no, no, that's it. Spender, We're done. Rockets. I don't know. See, David, 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 David even left. He, he, he's out of here. He's like, ah, he's like, I, I, I gotta go, guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> but Henry, before we go, uh, RJ Barrett signed his extension yeah. with the Knicks. Um, he's a did polar- he sign? Yeah, he's a polarizing player. Does with- the, the I checked before the show? It says that they have. Oh, they offered in terms. They finalized it. They're like finalizing terms, and he hasn't officially put pen to paper. I mean, he may well have. Okay. But um, as long as he hasn't, the whole thing could be a bargaining chip for the, the Knicks and the Jazz. To get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. 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 Well, look, uh, as a player, I think RJ is if – Dan, if Danny wants him, Danny sees something. I think he's got, he's got a lot of talent. He's one of those players that he was very famous, very young. All right? Yeah. Uh, Ma- Maple Mamba was his nickname. Um, <laughs> leading, leading the under-18 under Canada team to FIBA Gold. Um, and then because we have so much tape on you when you're 16, we decide who you're going to be by the time you're 19. If you're not that, well, you suck now and whatever. And it's like, I, he's only 22. So he's a lot of room to grow. So hopefully he finds somewhere to do it. If it's in New York, great for the Knicks fans. If it's in Utah, great for the jazz fans. Yeah. I think he's a little mismanaged. He, um, he played crazy minutes 
early in his mm-hmm. career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not good for you. And then nope. um, I can tell you that he's got really ridiculous um, breaking systems in the old mm-hmm. data. And he doesn't play that way. Like this is yeah. what makes James Harden, Luka Doncic, yes. really good. Yep. Um, he just, I feel like there's a huge world of ways to score that he doesn't really do. And like, let's get on that. He could have a whole nother level of the game. Deceleration. So. That's what makes James. That's why he won MVP and should have won probably a couple more. And that's what makes Lucas so good. Why he's that's not that, going to now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that Marcus, that's that Marcus Elliott craft, right? It They're is. like, these guys, best deceleration. And then everybody, huge gap between everybody else. But RJ is someone who's got great deceleration. But yeah. someone in New York hasn't figured that out and, and tapped into it. Come on, Tibbs. Get on the data. <laughs> get on it. He loves the data. All right. All right, friends. Do it. What? David just left, huh? Yeah, David's out of here. He's, he's, he, he doesn't have any time for us. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, over it. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. We will see you next week. Uh, more preview shows, and we'll have another special guest host coming up in the next couple of weeks. Oh, Take exciting. care.